0: Hello, and welcome to the JS Group Podcast. Today's topic is the man bun and other reasons your marketing isn't working. So congratulations. You redid your website and you spent a bunch of money with the web designer du jour because marketing online, well, that's the key to success, isn't it? You went to 12 events in your industry this past year, and they all had sessions on digital transformation, even the keynote. Look, you're sharp. You don't need to be told more than 12 times. So you updated your site's entire look and feel and how the site functions. And it works flawlessly now, particularly on mobile. Round of applause for you. Mobile's important. And you got rid of those stodgy old people in suits around conference tables. And you replaced them with people that have tats and, well, you guessed it by the title, man buns. You're rocking this whole digital transformation. You got a Facebook page, an Instagram account, a Twitter account, and of course, You're doubling down on LinkedIn. You have posted a great rundown of your offers on every one of your social media platforms with all the big words that make it so very unclear what your firm actually does, yet makes you feel like you do big stuff. It's all launched. And soon the leads, heck with how good it looks, straight up sales are going to be rolling in. Or at least that's what we think when we do things like this. And joy of joy, the first day you launch it, there are DMs in your LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Leads already? You, you have to be thinking, why didn't I do this sooner? But uh-oh, you open them up. And although you have 18 messages, these aren't leads. They're people looking for a job. And the subject most times in that is, notice the new website, are you hiring? Looking to have you use their services. Notice the new handle, can we help promote you? and looking to sell you their products. Did you know my XYZ can help your firm grow ABC? Well, that's just day one. Clearly it takes a while for people to see what you've built. All these digital transformation people can't be wrong. After all, they were paid to do a keynote on a topic that they knew a lot about. So you really step back and you say, well, we also bought a ton of data and, and we incorporated the data that we had already because we know so much about our customers. and." After all, you have a 20-plus page PowerPoint with everything anyone could ever want to know about your customers, big data for the win. We'll wait a few days, and I'm sure things will start to pick up. Well, now it's day 30. And your firm, well, it still hasn't seen much of a lift. So why is that? What's happening? And by the way, this story is told to me 10, 15, 20 times uh, a month as I talk to people at events uh, that come into our practice to get help. I hear this story over and over and over again. So look, you want to know what's wrong? It's the man bun. Well, it's not just the man bun, but I'm hoping you get my point. The new look and feel does nothing to help your company get business. Neither does shouting from every social media platform about your services or products. Frankly, people are just tuning you out. And that big data you invested in, it's just data if it isn't helping you get more customers. So why is that happening? Because customers, they believe they're in charge of their journey through your products and services. So while many of us were out looking for new ways to get closer to those customers or looking for ways to use big data to understand, our customers decided that they wanted to tell us what they want and they intend to tell us how to provide it, what it should cost and how and where they should be able to get our offers. And for the most part, They're kind of vendor agnostic. That's right, that loyalty we all counted on for decades coming to a fast end if we keep doing things the way they've always been done. It's not a digital transformation. It's a new digital normal world. And if we want to grow, we're going to have to truly embrace it. So what should you have done in the example that I started out with? Well, first of all, it's actually simpler and harder than it sounds. You need a new marketing plan not just a new look and feel. That marketing plan needs to identify your reason for being in a new customer experience first marketplace. You have to truly look at what is it your customers are buying from you. Will Harris uh, always tells a story uh, that I love to repeat, which is that when someone goes into a hardware store to buy a drill bit, they're not buying a drill bit, they're buying a quarter inch or a half inch hole. And so if you sold the drill bit, you wouldn't be real successful, but if you sell the ability to make the half-inch or quarter-inch hole, you should be able to sell things. That's customer experience. What job is the customer hiring you to do? I remember years ago, I heard a great story that I'll share here, and it was about a fast food chain, and the fast food chain wanted to sell more, of course, um, but they had decided they really wanted to hone in on one area, which was milkshakes. So they added milkshakes. It was a good growth category. People were seeing growth in the smoothie and milkshake uh, arena. It's a few years back, and so they said, "We're gonna we're gonna do these milkshakes in a bunch of flavors." And lo and behold, their milkshake sales did pretty well, and their beverage sales went up. But they started to study it. And they said, well, this is interesting. We're doing a lot of our milkshake sales in the morning, which wouldn't typically be when you would think that you would have seen milkshakes be sold. And so what they did was initially they thought, oh, we'll make more signage. We'll sell more. We'll we'll promote it on the website. We'll promote it in the signs. The milkshake sales didn't change at all. So they said, well, how could that be? If we marketed it, people were already buying it. Why wouldn't people buy more milkshakes? And what they did is they took a firm that does some really cool work on market research and they stood them in a couple of stores and they asked people who were leaving with a milkshake, what job did you hire that milkshake to do? Now, at first, people don't understand that kind of question. (laughs) What are you saying? (laughs) What job did you hire that milkshake to do? Well, after they had a few conversations with people, they started to notice something. What they thought people were hiring it for, delicious ice cream, treat, was not what people were hiring it for in the morning. What people were telling them was, look, I have a half an hour drive to work. Getting a crummy donut, that's going to get all over my suit. Uh, Getting an egg sandwich, it could drop. It's hot, it gets cold, it's greasy. Um, I don't want to be driving and and holding things and trying to eat. All these reasons why people felt, hey, I can't eat other options for breakfast. But I came up with a great option. I'm going to have a milkshake or a smoothie because I can drink that. It lasts a long time, so it gives me something to do, second job to be done, right? I'm hungry, I'm driving, and I have about a half an hour commute. So I need something that takes time to eat, keeps me busy while I'm driving, but safe while I'm driving, and not crummy, but still full when I get to work. And that was the job they were hiring the milkshake for. And so when they changed their marketing to talk instead about hungry this morning, have a long commute, here's a great thing to keep you company in your car. Milkshake, smoothie. They saw their sales double instantly on a simple marketing campaign. Why? Because they understood their reason for being in a customer experience marketplace. They also spoke very, very clearly about what it was. It's a milkshake. Here's the flavors that it comes in. There's smoothie. Here's the flavors it comes in. It's $5 and you can get it every morning at the drive up or walk in. Clarity matters. And so when we look at your reason for being in a customer experience-first marketplace, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, what do you do? What job are people hiring you to do? Why do they buy it? And most importantly, how much does it cost? So I'm going to ask everybody to take a minute here and say, no, really, seriously, tell me again what you do. As an example, I walked around IT Expo last week, and I couldn't figure out What half the exhibitors did, even after reading their very carefully worded brochures. And about another 30% and knew what they did, but they sounded just like seven other people I had seen there. And look, I'm a big time geek. I wear kicks every day. I have more hoodies than I can wear in a month. I live and breathe this stuff. If I can't figure out what you're selling and why I would buy it, you just might be in trouble. So, This clarity of purpose is really important. You have to be able to clearly say, what do you do? How do you do it? What job am I hiring you for? And what's it going to cost me? Don't be afraid to just be blunt, to just say what you do. It will be eye-opening to your customers, particularly in a market like technology Uh, medical and some other areas like health tech, where what people are saying is so complicated that even the most geeky of people can't understand you anymore. Once you've decided what you do and you can clearly state it and state it in a way that it's relevant to people that are quote unquote hiring you for a job to be done, then you can embrace new ways of being relevant. Yes, relevant. Relevance matters. So here's a game I play with my customers. Go to your website. Pull up your first solution, product, or offer. Insert your competitor's name instead of yours. Would it sound like they too could offer it? Worse yet, do they? So then other than a low price or availability, how exactly are you relevant? This is some deep stuff and you'll need to spend real time here and figure out how you can better help or serve customers with quality that matters. Once you do that, You can figure out what content is needed to talk about this and then you can be relevant. As a bonus, it'll also seem less like you're a marketing people every time you're on social media. So once you've done that, once you've got your reason to be your jobs that you're doing and you've got this relevance, then you can find new ways to be discovered. Content is king and where you place that content and how it's found is even more critical. Voice, video, image search, soaring. While traditional search beginning to lag. Amazon.com, more than 50% of the searches now. So if you're selling a product, you need to be there. And you need content in the form of podcasts, YouTube series, etc., to truly stand out. Now, people often say, got it, I'm gonna do a whole series of YouTube. Stop, you're not done yet. You have to develop a message that matters. So I want to give a great example of a message that matters and an a example that I have from my past. I worked for L'Oreal and at the time I was there uh, the government imposed import taxes on French goods and L'Oréal as the name would indicate was French and so uh, a whole bunch of really smart marketing people sat around. They knew the job to be done. Uh, women wanted to dye their hair. They wanted their hair to look a certain way. They wanted to have their hair look good. They wanted it to be the same as the color that was there. They wanted to do it on their own schedule. They wanted to be able to do it simply. And they wanted to do it in a way that wouldn't damage their house or their hair. So all those things were there. We understood the jobs to be done. There were, even at that point in time, there was whole articles on how to do this and guides that were in the boxes. So content was still king there as well, instructionals that you could get, an 800 number that you could call. All these things were great. However, how did you explain the fact that the same hair dye you could get from another competitor was now instantly overnight, 30% more? How do you do that? Well, you're probably familiar with the L'Oreal story when it goes forward from here, because L'Oreal launched one of the most famous marketing campaigns of all times. And it came from one very smart person in the room who said, we have the best product, We need people to understand we have the best product. We've always been worth more, we should say, because we're the better product. And a person who was not nearly as smart, but who was a customer of the product said, well, no, aren't you really saying I'm worth it? Aren't you worth it? And the campaign was born, L'Oreal, because you're worth it. And women flocked to drugstores around the corner and around the world to buy the hair dye, That costs more because they were worth it. Because it came back to where I started this whole talk. Your customers have to believe in your value. They have to know what they're buying. They have to know what job you're doing. And they have to believe you're the best choice for them. It's about them. They complete your solution, not you. So that's the message I wanted to get across today. It's time to stop thinking digital transformation is about updating your website and having social media handles. We'll get to those and they're important. But first, you've got to get this marketing plan, this crisp value proposition, the reasons for being your relevance, your content messaging that matters, and then you'll get it out there. So I'll just end this by saying, don't know where to start? Give us a call at JS Group. You can call us at 908. 566-7241, or visit us on jsgnow.com. We can talk about our market action planning program, which costs $20,000 and includes me, a C-suite exec, with years of building go-to-market product and marketing plans that have helped our customers grow triple digits, and one other of our top experts based on your business needs for two full days here in sunny Florida. By the way, we can come to you, but it'll cost more. We'll write your new business plan, including your entire marketing and sales plan, so you can get growing. See what I did there? Simple to understand what I do and take action. That's just good marketing. So talk soon. And until next time, remember, take control of your business, alternate your approach, and compete to win. JS Group. Control. Alt. Compete.